0: Almost to say that you can't be both a boy and a man at the same time, right? And there's something a former colleague of mine um, would like to say, where he he like say sometimes you just gotta pick a struggle, you know. Welcome to the Architecting Through Life podcast, where we dig into principles for building ourselves up as individuals while navigating the realities of this thing called life. The podcast is dedicated to young adults and anyone with the deep hunger to grow in their journey of being all that they were created to be. My name is Simon Gubeni, and with each episode, I'll be discussing thoughts and insights drawn from life, from the Bible, from unique experiences, as well as from other great minds and mentors. Thanks for joining me on this journey, and I do hope that you'll enjoy today's episode. hello and welcome to another episode of the architecting through life podcast welcome if it's your first time tuning in um thanks so much for listening in if it's not your first time um as usual I really appreciate you coming back to listen um in today's episode we're basically looking at the third installment in our series of thoughts on um the topic of manhood um we've basically done two parts already on thoughts on manhood and I really appreciate the great feedback and actually the Surprising responses I've received on the last two episodes, especially both from males and females, both men and um, women. And I really, really appreciated some of the reflections, feedback, some of the challenges as well. And basically, yeah, it helps a lot in in also my own personal growth, which I appreciate a lot as I do these um, episodes. Maybe it may be important for me to do a little bit of a recap on the previous episodes of the series, so in part one, basically we looked at the meaning of manhood or what manhood is, and we basically summed it up as being an adult human male, right? Looking at the definition of manhood. Um, where adults basically is the idea of maturation or growing up, um, being distinct from a child. Being human um, basically is a reference to one's nature and being created in the image of God with certain strengths and limitations and characteristics such as a mind, spirituality, passions, um, being distinct from an animal basically. And then being a male, which comes with various real biological and temperamental traits, right? And these distinguish a male from from a female, right? So that's an adult human male. And part two, basically looked at the essence of manhood, which is basically what comes with being an adult human male, right? Which is being proactive and self-controlled in the context of truth and responsibility. That's what we summed up the essence of manhood as being, right? And in that episode, we went to a lot of depth on what it means to be proactive, what it means to be self-controlled, and what is truth and responsibility, right? And that idea of the essence of manhood basically is, I would consider it as a framework of thinking about this idea of of manhood and and i'll keep going back to the framework now and again um even when we consider um like today's episode how we can distinguish between being a child and a man right um and also as a framework offers us something like a compass on how we can go from from boyhood to manhood basically and in today's episode, we're basically going to use that framework as, as the essence of manhood to basically look at how we distinguish between boyhood and manhood, right? Um, or rather covering what, what I'll call childish things, right? Um, so I want to go back to a passage I, I've been referring to in First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11. And I'll go back to it a couple of times, actually, um, where Paul, the writer, writes in the New Testament that when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Right? And the first thing to note there is that the author draws a line of distinction, basically between boyhood and, and manhood, Right? that these are distinct and separate things. They're not, they're not the same. Right? So he says, when I was a child, I did X, Y, and Z, but now I'm no longer a child because I'm now a man, right? Almost to say that you can't be both a boy and a man at the same time, right? And there's something a former colleague of mine um, would like to say, where he, he like say, sometimes you just gotta pick a struggle, you know? Um, as though both of them are a struggle and you can't face the struggle of both at the same time. Um, and the second thing to know from the text is the idea that entrance into manhood comes after putting away those childish things, right? So he says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I understood as a child and I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things, right? Because manhood comes after putting away childish things, right? and yeah, here we want to look at this idea of what could help us define what those childish childish things are, right? The childish things that need to be put away. How can we set up a framework to kind of identify and think about them? Right? Um, could ask ourselves. What what are the things that make up childish things, right? and um? Note, note that the text shows that and this isn't necessarily a biological thing. Right? He's, he's, he's saying, when I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought as a child, I understood as a child. But when I became a man, I put those things away. Right. So the idea of what he would describe as childhood is an essence of how a child would speak, how a child would understand or reason, and how a child would, would think. Right? It has to do with thoughts, understanding, and speech. Right? And so what way of thinking or understanding or of speaking can basically be regarded as as childish right and that's that's what we're getting into right um but before we get into that question let's think about something that happens in us when when we're children right beginning to grow by us i mean like boys but obviously i think it applies just as equally to girls i suppose right we're talking about children that something happens when you begin to grow out of of childhood right in the previous episode i talked about how children haven't learned how to distinguish between right and wrong, and that they're constantly under a guardian or a tutor, right? as it says in, in Galatians, because they basically don't know how to rule themselves. Right? They, they're essentially dependent on others, right? such as a guardian or a parent. But, but from a young age as boys, we we begin to grow up with this desire to do whatever we want to do, right? to be in charge of our own lives, to do whatever we feel like doing. And it usually happens around the age of between 10, maybe to 16 years of age. At right? that period, that we would otherwise call adolescence, where there's this desire to be independent and to to establish our own identity. And in fact, part of what makes children look forward to being an adult is because of the belief that when they're adults, they won't have anyone to tell them what to do, right? Um, but that's before they they discover the wonderful adventures of of adulting, right? But as children who basically grow up wanting to be in charge of our own lives our own ways and we could even label this as a desire to be to be proactive and self-controlled right to use this description that that i've been using but when we're children we don't always realize that there's a difference between what i'll call self-will and self-government right um self-will basically is, is stubbornly and and willfully holding on to your own desires your own ideas Usually without caring about how it would affect the next person, right, or, or those around you. Self government, on the other hand, especially as it applies to individuals, is more closely aligned to this idea of, of self control, right, the ability to function without the intervention or reliance on on other people, right, so on outside forces. It's basically a degree of, of independence, right. So in, in our childhood years, the desire to grow up, to have your own way, it often tends to fall into the side of being self-willed right of not regarding um, how your actions or basically your behavior would affect other people right so those who you're dependent on or around right and this is where as a child growing up basically you want what you want and um, want what we want when we want it without a real understanding of its implications both now and in the future and that's why there's this idea in, in the book of proverbs that goes something along the lines of um, train up a child in the way that he should go and then when he is old, he will not depart from it. Right? So that's that's Proverbs twenty two, verse six. And the idea is that a child, for as long as he is a child, is generally unaware of the principles that should govern his life, right? He doesn't yet understand the truth, and as a result of that, he still needs to be to be trained, right? And so it says train up a child in the way that he he should go, right? And so he still needs training and guidance and education. And when I say he he doesn't yet understand the truth and its results, I basically mean that when he's being told about the way that he should go, right? That's what I would refer to as as truth. And you'll get why I mean that as, as we go, right? So um, it says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, however, right? When he's a man, after having been trained in the way that he should go, right? He will have internalized those principles for himself to the extent that it can be said that he won't depart from them, right? He would have internalized them to the point where it says, when he is old, he will not depart from them. They've now become his own. He's no longer dependent on someone outside of him to train him in those things, right? In the way that he should go, right? In those principles, what I would call the truth. So the idea is basically that manhood comes with putting away childish things, and one of those is being self-willed, right? Um, while not submitting yourself to the way that you should go right um, basically wanting one's own way wanting to do things for themselves independently but without regard for the things that define the way that he should go right those principles or what i would call what i would call truth right so while a child or what i would call an adolescent may want to do what he wants right whenever he wants maturation comes with realizing that not everything that we want or the things that we want to do are necessarily good or beneficial for us in the long term, right? Or even like in the immediate term, right? That maturation comes with, yes, I want what I want. I want to do my own thing. I want to, you know, be in charge of my own life. I want to live my own way. But it comes with realizing that not everything that we want to do is necessarily good, right? Um, As an example, I remember one night around 10 o'clock at night having an argument with a six-year-old young man basically refused to go to bed right and started crying and almost throwing a tantrum because he wanted to stay up and watch cartoons right and he became very emotional because he wants what he wants despite the consequences that that come with that and not realizing that in the long term a habit of you know as a six-year-old sleeping far beyond um, the night to watch cartoons won't be beneficial for for your mental and I think even physical development, right? It's the idea that it's not good for you, right? Um, and maybe even said so that maybe even adults might need to be taught that, right? Not to throw shade on on anyone, but um, it's the idea that maturation comes with realizing that not everything about ourselves or about what we want to do is good, right? And so it's it's wiser to subject ourselves to a greater system of of governments or governance or truth, right? Which is good for our well-being, right? Sort of principles and rules. Um, or, or, or principles, so to say, to ground our lives in. Right? So, so maturation or maturity comes with searching out and subjecting ourselves to a higher system of, of governance than, than myself, right? than my own feelings, I mean, than my own um, emotions at the time, right? in order to be a better man, right? in order for, for one to live by the truth and enjoy life more, I guess. So when a child says, I want what I want, it's about what they want now, right? Based on their feelings, their desires, their appetites and lusts. And they want it without consideration of whether it's good for them or not, right? That's, that's a child, right? So I'd summarize all the above in view of the framework I described earlier from the essence of manhood as being um, where one of the marks of childhood is a desire to be proactive and self-controlled, right? To be independent, to be in charge of one's life. While overlooking the reality of responsibility and truth, right? and this is often where we find ourselves in that age of what we'd call adolescence, right? Generally, um, and and yeah, maybe it's it, it's worth getting into that. So the idea is that um, childhood and adolescence, in in childhood and adolescence, we basically want to be proactive and self-controlled, right? We want to be in charge of our own lives, but without submission to truthful principles, without taking up the responsibility for our actions and how they affect others right so not regarding the idea of truth and and responsibility and in adolescence you basically want to live your own way and do your own thing while not regarding the fact that there are laws and principles which govern the life and that your actions have consequences which you must account for and and i don't mean laws or rules in the sense of like rules and instructions as you must do this you must do that but i'm intentionally my use of the word truth right like the fact that um, it is true that you reap what you sow or it's true that hard work produces results, right? Or it's true that if you neglect your health, you will get sick, right? That, that That's that's truth, right? And so um, being childish or childhoodness or childhood rather comes with wanting to live one's own way without regard for truth, right? And that's, that's one of the marks of childhood or of childhood things, right? Um, where the idea of wanting to be independent and right? to be proactive and self-control without a regard or an acknowledgement or submission to truth and without taking up responsibility. Right? Now, one interesting to note or to think about is the fact that the Bible doesn't seem to add this long transition period between between childhood and manhood, right? this period that we would call um, adolescence. Right? The, the idea of of that transition period, that concept of adolescence, is something that actually arose in around the, the late or mid 1800s, right? um, the late modern era. right? And the text I cited earlier, where the author says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I thought as a child, I understood as a child. Um, it's, it's, it's like it's either you're a child or a man. right? There's no, when I was a child, I became um, an intermediate between a child and a man, then I became a man, it's, it's, it's when I was a child, I became a man, and I put away childish things. Right, it's an either-or situation, right? and I think there may be an important reason as to why it it is that way. Right, as to why the Bible and, and, I think, in fact, most of history prior to the late modern era didn't view maturity as involving this long transition period into manhood. Right, this this pre-adulthood stage that we would call adolescence. Right, that the Bible doesn't seem to describe that, and even most of um, yeah, ancient history. It's and I think it stems from the recognition that various aspects that come with maturity or manhood are interlinked, right? That they necessarily work together. And right? what do I mean by that? Um, in order to successfully carry out responsibilities as an example, right? And to faithfully live by what I've called the truth, you and I need to be proactive and self controlled, right? Our responsibilities cannot be fulfilled by being passive or by a lack of self control, right? And all of those have to work together. And so if, if we were to take some parts, for example, um, being proactive and self-controlled or like independence while neglecting others such as truth or responsibility, it would be what, what I would call childish, right? Childish um, or a childish thing. And, and I think that there's an important thing to note there. And so imagine if we were to say we were being proactive right we're, we, we, we weren't governed by our circumstances but we weren't self-controlled right? like i.e. you couldn't restrain yourself um, that also wouldn't be too effective right there's, there's actually a text that says um, a man without self-control is like a, a city without walls right um, a, a profound thought there right um, or imagine if one were given responsibilities but they couldn't or they wouldn't be proactive, right? they wouldn't take initiative or, or they were dependent on others for their thinking. Right? The, those things necessarily have to work together, right? being proactive and self-controlled in the context of truth and responsibility. And that's the idea of why I believe um, there wasn't this long transition period between childhood and, and manhood where you are some parts child and some parts man. Right? Now now that's not to say that you go um, in a flash from boyhood to manhood and then there's um, you're done from there and that there's no further development necessary right um in fact there's 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 growth even in in matura- maturation right there's growth even in manhood but but this is a growth where one becomes more and more competent and capable in their exercise of proactive self-control in their responsibilities and their understanding of the truth right as their responsibilities grow and as the understanding of truth, grows right but i'll get into that more in in the next episode so more of a quick recap in first corinthians 13 11 it says there when i was a child i spake as a child i understood as a child i thought as a child right and that there's a distinction where it says when i became a man i put away childish things right? so manhood comes with putting away childish things and one of those childish things one of the marks of childhood is wanting to be independent or proactive and self-control while shunning the reality of responsibilities and the reality of of truth. Um, When I want like a child to live my own way or to do my own thing while refusing to accept responsibility or to search for and recognize those principles of truth, those are, I would imagine, parts of the childish things that the author is saying he had laid aside. Right? he had recognized that there's responsibility that is directly within my sphere of influence, that there's truth that I must live up to. And I can be self-controlled and proactive in living and fulfilling all of those. Right? Now, say one realizes that they have some childish things and that they have some childish tendencies. Right? Um, how can I put them away? Right? Like what the author of the text is saying. How can I, when he says, I became a man, I put away childish things? That's what I'll get into into the fourth part of um, the fourth and final part of, of the series of, of thoughts on manhood. For now, that's it for today's episode of the podcast. I'd love to get your thoughts, comments, feedback, um, challenges as well. Right? I always welcome disagreement because it helps me grow. I always appreciate it a lot. Um, for now, my name is Simon, and I'm wishing you all the best on your journey of architecting through life. Much love. Thank you for listening to the episode that you've just heard on the architecting through life podcast. If you found it valuable, please kindly do me the favor of um, sharing it and maybe leaving a comment if you'd like. Um, I really like to get your thoughts, any impact that you might feel it may have. And do feel free to share it with someone else so that it can be a benefit to them as well. Thank you so much for your time. And do join us again on the next episode of the architecting through life podcast.